0: Learn Persian with Chai and Conversation, Lesson 29. Hello and welcome to Learn Persian with Chai and Conversation, the podcast for anyone looking to learn conversational Persian. My name is Leila and I'll be your teacher for the course.
1: And my name is Matt and I will be learning Persian along with you.
0: Chai and Conversation will teach you conversational Persian in weekly lessons of about 15 minutes each.
1: If you know anything about Iranians, they don't do anything without first grabbing a cup of tea, or as they call it, chai.
0: So pour yourself a cup, and join us in learning the Persian language. Hello and welcome to Learn Persian with Chai in Conversation. We're so
1: glad that you've joined us. Lesson 29 is the last lesson in Unit 3 of Chai and Conversation, the grammar unit.
0: In this unit, we've been going over all sorts of different grammar topics, including many of the tenses of the Persian language. In this lesson, we're going to go over the present continuous tense and learn about imperative verbs.
1: Hopefully you've been keeping up with everything we've been learning. But if not, remember that you can always find all of our previous lessons and bonus materials on the website at www.chaiandconversation.com with chai spelled C-H-A-I.
0: And if you've missed it over the past few weeks, we posted a new cultural video about the concept of taruf. It's on our website and on YouTube and features Matt acting out several different cultural scenarios. Check it out if you haven't already. But enough of that for now. Matt, are you ready to begin the lesson? Ready. Great. Then let's begin to learn Persian with Chai and conversation. So the past few lessons, we've been going over the future tense. We learned in lesson 27 that in conversational Persian, you use the same structure to express present simple, future simple, and the present continuous tense. To be clear that we are in the middle of something, you add the verb to have or داشتن. So for example, if you are in the middle of eating lunch, you say دارم نهار So again, نهار مخورم could mean present simple as in I eat or future simple as in I will eat, or present continuous, as in, I'm eating. So it's all in the context clues. So the word daram is added simply for emphasis. It is not necessary to express the sentiment. But you will hear it stated this way in conversation, so we'll go over it to make sure you have a good hang of it. So let's try the continuous present with another verb we learned in detail, and that is to come. The infinitive of to come is amadan.
1: Madame.
0: So to say I come in the present tense, you say miam. Miam. Now, this is the colloquial way to conjugate to come in the present tense. In written or formal language, it would be miyam, but as always, we're sticking with the colloquial. So, I come is miam. miam. So to say I am coming as in the present continuous, you say doram miam. So, what if you want to ask someone, are you coming? For this, we have to remember the you form of to have. So, let's go over the present conjugations of to have. We went over this in lesson 22, but let's review. I have, as we said before, is daram.
1: Doram.
0: You have, informal, is dori. Dari. He or she has is dare. Dare. We have is darim. Dareen. You have formal is darin.
1: Dareen.
0: They have is daran.
1: Daran.
0: Now we also went over the present tense conjugations for to come in lesson 27 because we said this was an important verb that would be used over and over again. The colloquial conjugations for this verb are a bit odd because the colloquial present stem of Ahmad'an is simply ah. So, if you remember from lesson 27, the conjugation for you informal come in the present tense is
1: Mi-ai.
0: Again, this is the conversational conjugation. As you know, the personal ending for you informal is E, so really it should be MIAI, but in conversational, it's said MIAI. MIAI So to ask, are you coming? In the present continuous, you say, DARI MIAI?
1: DARI MIAI?
0: So you conjugate both the first and last verb. DARI MIAI? Are you coming? DARI MIAI?
1: Dori Mi
0: to say he or she is coming, you say dore miad
1: dore miad,
0: so to say we are coming, you say dorim mian
1: dorim mian
0: you formal are coming is dorin mian
1: dorin mian
0: and finally they are coming is Doran So again, the verb to have is not completely necessary. It's only to emphasize the fact that this is taking place continuously at the moment. So you are in the middle of doing that action. Let's go back to the first example and practice with the verb to eat. Again, how do you say I am eating?
1: Doram mihoram
0: perfect, I am eating Doram mihoram. How would you say you are eating informal
1: Dori
0: great exactly, so how about he or she is eating
1: Dore mihore
0: dore mihore perfect. So it's easy because the same ending must be given to both of the verbs. Hopefully you're picking that up. So we are eating.
1: Darim mikhorim.
0: Yes, darim mikhorim. You are eating formal or plural?
1: Darin Great,
0: darin mikhorin. And finally, they are eating.
1: Right,
0: daran mihwaran. Okay, moving on, one last thing we're going to cover in the grammar unit is how to express the imperative. Imperative sentences are ones in which you make requests or commands. For example, sit please is an imperative sentence. Let's go over how to say this in Persian. First of all, the infinitive of to sit is nishastan.
1: Nishastan.
0: So the imperative uses the present stem of a word. And as we very well know by now, present stems in the Persian language are irregular. So the present stem of Nishastan is... So let's use this to say I sit just for practice. Again, Matt, how do you construct the present tense of a verb?
1: You add the prefix me to the present stem and end it with the personal ending.
0: Exactly. So, how would you do that with nishastan, which has the present stem shin?
1: Mi, shin, am. Mishinam.
0: Great! Exactly. So, as we've said before, in the present construction of this word, the emphasis goes on the prefix mi. Mishinam.
1: Mishinam.
0: So, how would you say you sit in the formal sense in the present tense? Mishinin, great, so this means you sit. Now, we're going to transition to the imperative tense. It's a very slight difference between the present tense and the imperative, the difference being in the prefix of the word. So in the construction of the imperative, the prefix b-e plus the present stem of the word plus the ending. So in other words, to say sit formally, in a commanding way you say beshinin
1: beshinin
0: so this is kind of like a sit with an exclamation mark just as in mishinit the emphasis goes on the prefix beshinin
1: beshinin
0: so because this is a command you can soften it by saying lutfan beshinin
1: lutfan beshinin
0: so this means please sit we've learned the word beshinin before in the phrase Bitharmoin Beshinin.
1: Befarmoin Beshinin.
0: So this means please go ahead and sit. So you can see betharmoin is also an imperative construction, one that we've learned before. Bitharmoin.
1: Befarmoin.
0: And this means again something along the lines of please go ahead. It doesn't have a direct translation in English. Now to say sit to a person you have an informal relationship with you don't add a personal ending to the present stem of the verb. It's even simpler than that. The formula is simply BE plus the present stem of the word. So to say, you sit informally, you say, Beshin. Beshin. So to say, please sit informally, you say, lotfan beshin.
1: Lothfan beshin.
0: Or, Beferma beshin.
1: Beferma beshin.
0: Okay, so let's go over these again. How do you say sit in the formal manner?
1: Beshinin.
0: And how do you say sit in the informal manner? Beşin. How about please sit in the formal manner?
1: Lot van Beshinin.
0: And how about please sit in the informal manner?
1: Lot van Beshin.
0: In the last way, which makes it even a bit more polite, in the formal manner.
1: Befar beshinin.
0: And what does this loosely translate as?
1: Please, go ahead and sit.
0: Exactly, something like that. And what about in the informal manner?
1: Perfect.
0: Perfect. So let's make this sentence a tad bit more complex by saying, please sit here. To say this, you say for informal. Now let's learn the negative of the imperative. To make this negative, you replace the BE with NA. So don't sit informally is NASHIN.
1: So
0: BESHIN and NASHIN. So the formal way to say "sit" is بشنين. How do you think you say "don't sit"?
1: "Nashinin."
0: Nashinin. Great. and ناشنين. So now to say "please don't sit here," formal you would say unja unja So let's learn another verb to use as an example. The verb gozāshtan means to put gozāshtan
1: gozāshtan
0: so the colloquial present stem of this verb again irregular is so using the formula to say you go informal we simply add the prefix be to this verb to make it imperative bezār bezār meaning put so the formal version of this is bezārīn
1: Bezarin.
0: So to say put it on the table informally you say rumis.
1: Bezar rumiz.
0: The it in put it on the table is implied in this sentence. rumis.
1: Bezar rumiz.
0: Or to say put it down, you say bezar pain.
1: Bezar pain.
0: And pain means down. So, Matt, how do you say this in the formal manner?
1: Bezarin pa'in.
0: Bezarin pa'in, exactly. So, to make this a bit more complex, to say, to put something specific down, such as a book, you say, Ketabo bezar pa'in.
1: Ketabo bezar pa'in.
0: As we've learned before, o, as in ketab o, is the colloquial way to say ra, which was an object marker. So we're talking about a specific book and asking the person with whom we're talking to put it down. bezar pain.
1: bezar pain.
0: So how about put the book on the table informally? This would be bezar bezar rumiz. Simple enough. Now, for practice, let's repeat these two sentences for a formal audience and start them with "please" or "lotfan." How do you say, "Please put the book on the table" formally?
1: Lotfan ketabo bezarin rumiz.
0: Perfect. The only thing that changed was the verb. Lotfan ketabo bezarin rumiz.
1: Lotfan ketabo bezarin. Rumiz.
0: And remember Matt, you put the emphasis on the be sound. Bezarin.
1: Bezarin.
0: So Lotfan Ketabo Bezarin rumiz.
1: Lotfan Ketabo Bezarin rumiz.
0: Exactly. And how about please put the book down formally?
1: Lotfan Ketabo Bezarin Pain.
0: Perfect. Lotfan Ketabo bezarin pain please put the book down formally. Now, there are several other verbs that would be useful in the imperative tense, but we'll stop the lesson here for brevity's sake and leave those for the bonus materials. And with that, we come to the end of lesson 29.
1: And that brings us to the last lesson of Unit 3.
0: Yes, the grammar unit, Unit 3, is now completed. Lesson 30 will be a comprehensive review of everything we learned in Unit 3 specifically by taking one particular verb and analyzing it by going through every verb tense we learned through the lessons.
1: We've come a long way in this unit. Hopefully you've been able to keep up. If not, remember that all the previous lessons and our bonus materials are available on the website at www.chaiandconversation.com with chai spelled C-H-A-I.
0: We're excited about the next unit, too. We'll be revealing more about that soon.
1: But for now, Chora Hafez from Matt.
0: And the Omi de from Leila.